0: Margie Worthington podcast all day, all day, Dream by night. <laughs> Don't buy me a drink, just give me ten bucks. Yeah, all day. <laughs> <laughs> Go down to the strip club with your floppy disk and turn it into a hard drive. Yeah, right. You'll get fucking thrown out by a Big Tony. <laughs> We're here to name names, make people feel more ashamed for shit that they're not proud of. Don't blow it. Keep it simple. Count your
1: money. Oh, whatever it is.
0: Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. A quick intro before we get into the show. This is episode 89 with uh, Dan Horcroft and Joel Green. Uh, Dan was the uh, tour manager for the band Motorhead. Uh, And he talks about that. This is a swap cast between Canberra Metalheads and Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. I run both of them and figured that uh, this is a really good interview and I wanted to share it on both platforms. Head on over to Canberra Metalheads and check out my other podcasts. But um, until then, we'll get into it. And a quick side note, I did actually mention a shout out to Market Meats for hooking up the uh, interview. I mentioned it in the, um, in the beginning of the show how this came about, but I have since been paid with one lamb chop. So thank you very much for the payment on the hookup for this and the shout out. Um, so cheers. Thanks, everyone. And let's get into it. Welcome to Canberra Metalheads. This is a very special episode. Um, this um, opportunity came up and I was like, hey, why wouldn't you take this amazing chance to uh, get someone on the show, which we wouldn't normally be able to chat to. Uh, welcome to the show. You know me, Marky Worthington. Um, and we've got Joel from Witch goal, and uh, also join here with yourself. Uh, introduce yourself, mate. Oh,
2: okay. My name's Dan. My name's Dan. Dan Holcroft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a, a roadie for many, many, many years.
0: Yep. Yeah, so, roadie yeah. four.
2: Uh, it's a motorhead, primarily, um, for about eight years, uh, did a lot of stuff in nick oliveri as well yep um and a lot of uk bands that most people have
0: probably never heard of <laughs> well um i mean what what a fucking dodgy intro there just throw it over to you to introduce yourself what sort of host am i <laughs> um, <laughs> just like yeah. all i right, we'll I'll sit back and you just run the show from here it seems yeah. like you've got it sorted but no thanks heaps for being on the show mate and speaking of Le- nick oliveri we had him on the show as ah, well so did. when he came yeah. through here with um his side project uh, with the um mondo generator that that's right yeah came through um through canberra interviewed him in the green room at the basement and it was one of the episodes that got pulled from the radio because he said i love a venue that can keep you full of piss and (laughs) they were like you can't promote drinking on the radio so we had to pull it um but yeah that was good man it was uh yeah, good good time to get people on the show and and get get people like yourself, man. I'll tell people at, at home how this came about. Yeah, so
2: fucking run. <laughs>
0: quick yeah. quick shout out to one of my buddies. So I I go to um I'll give him a shout out. Market meets in and They're really good. Um there you go, beat and you've paid for. He gives me ten percent discount next time I shop. Now senior's discount because I gave him that. Yeah, no, just like... joking. There's no financial back end. I did not even get a fucking <laughs> lamb chop out of this. Anyway, <laughs> um Literally. no so he um he said to me he's like yeah, the people at home just fucking nearly puked because of uh, motion sickness because that m- camera nearly slipped off the table um Hey, don't watch this hungover people, you'll fucking <laughs> yeah. fall off your chair. Um so uh we should have done the Star Trek thing. Oh yeah, 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 uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the magic of editing. Yeah. Um so anyway, um he uh he said to me you're on a metal podcast, you might want to speak to one of my regulars here. Um he, speak, speak to Dan and see if he wanted to do the podcast. He runs a he he runs he did an episode and he's got a book coming out with uh called God's PA. And I was like, "Holy shit, I've listened to that before this." because jamie joster from hate bread in his um podcast gave it a shout out so i downloaded the episode back when it came it was like 20 i think around i heard it around 2018 it might have come out yeah, around fun. then yeah. um and uh yeah listen to the episode and i was like man this, this is really cool that like you know you hear a bit of behind the scenes a lot of people want to speak to the band members and yeah. a lot of the time the the best person to talk about the um the whole the whole scenario would be the people behind the band yeah so that was really good there. so shout oh, out for bead for hooking me up and um getting getting it this far man
2: yeah totally like it's, it's random right so i think um originally like I and it sounds crazy to say but i've lost a lot of weight doing keto, a keto diet mm. and so i go and see bead every fucking week, week yeah. in, week out and buy the same bag of meat that yeah, i've bought right. now for about three years right? yeah it's the same shopping list, and every time I go in there, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll just have that. And i think and it's the same shit I buy, right? He could just fucking put it together, but yeah, he's shout out to me.
0: Yeah, he's good. Ago. man I had dinner with him the other night. We yeah, went enough. out to a restaurant, the steakhouse, and he's looking at the cuts on the wall, and he's like, oh, they fucked that up, <laughs> <laughs> like they're telling him the things. I said, yeah, this is it. the thing about going out with a butcher. He'll be like, this is a class six, not a class nine wagyu. What are you fucking charging me for this yeah, shit. Yeah, I But know. he's so polite and and quiet that he wouldn't sort of say that, but he'll like say it to you just to let yeah. you know. Yeah, it, like totally. he knows yeah. but he won't tell the waiter you
1: know what I mean <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so, on the keto, I, my whole, whole family's been on it for a, a while and I've only really just kind of gone off it but my oh, man like lost 17 kilos or something he's like 80. yeah now yeah. It's, it's unbelievable how quick once you get into that whole process oh thing. totally right
2: like I'm such a creature of habit right and we'll probably touch on that in a bit but like um but I think like yeah for me I've gone through this real fucking process of swapping out my bad habits for good habits yeah, right God. and and it's made me realize that I'm just a creature of habit but they were all bad at one point yeah, right yeah. and so I've slowly tried to fucking swap them out and one of them was my diet and so I, I think overall from my heaviest to what I'm at now I've lost 42 kilos Holy uh, shit that's yeah, amazing because I was kilos. yeah like by the time I stopped touring and, and like I was a fucking wreck yeah like an absolute wreck like I, you yeah know, yeah well, it must
1: be hard keeping it you know staying healthy when you're on the road it must be one of the hardest oh it's fucking impossible yeah. <laughs> right?
2: and it's you know even we, we obviously like you know with my we travel with carers and all of these things so you're set up to be able to to do it but it still doesn't happen right yeah like um because other things come in yeah it's
0: you mentioned this in your in your podcast um, God's PA I'm gonna keep saying that over and over again yeah, it's so, right. it's so many times I actually thought of all the multiple meanings of God's PA you know what i mean like because i'm thinking of pa like at a gig you know the public announcement system and then personal assistant and like there's so many cool double meanings for that name it's a it's a good thing but um you were saying about like when you got off tour it was like fuck like sometimes you think to yourself did that happen like did that some of those stories like did that actually was that real like it seems like such a distant memory oh completely You're absolutely right and
2: i think like the life that that i have now like as much as it's you know like it's pretty fucking mundane mm. like i don't really i think back to it it's almost like a little bit of a blur, like yeah. a little bit of a dream or a little bit of a flashback and, and some of them is actual flashbacks but like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, like, um, but yeah you kind of that's like, your you, vietnam yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally, let's admit, you better, like, it's my fucking vietnam but like um yeah, you kind of think back to it now, and you just go, you know what? like, and, and I bite my tongue on a lot of stuff, right? Like, I I, I think, oh, you know, because so in general conversation, like, you know, it's basically an exchange of stories, isn't it, most of the time. And, like, somebody will say something, i would be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And in my head, I'll be like, oh, I'm not even going to fucking bother talking about that. And I stop yeah. myself from talking about stuff, because half the time, people will either go, that's pure fucking bullshit. Yeah, or, yeah. Or they'll just be like, yeah, you're just tooting your own horn. You yeah, well,
0: I mean? how did you... Um... What, why Australia? Why? Why? Out of all the spots to retire after, why? Like, I'm not saying it's a bad choice. No, I'm just I saying, what I'd fucking retired? I am. No,
2: so random. paid well. Yeah. Totally right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Like, randomly, um. I kind of, uh, well, not kind of. My missus is Australian. Oh right, cool. So yeah. I met my missus through uh, a guy called Ed Burning, Ed mm-hmm. the Duck, um, who is a was a Fellow tour manager, he's now a tour bus driver. Yeah. Um, so he's living the easy life. And then, um, yeah, we met. So he was originally, I think, when we met, he was working with Megadeth. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, he worked with a UK punk band, and this is how insidious the UK punk scene is. Yeah. Is yeah. Um, he was living with uh, a very small punk band who were on Fat Records yep. called Goober Patrol. Okay. Um, and we used to stay at their house and i met my missus through there she's originally from Wagga, moved to the uk when our parents split up and got yeah. divorced um and then when we had our daughter we wanted our daughter to go to school in australia yeah. um so made the move out here um but i came here in 2012
0: originally on the soundwave tour with the Killswitch engage
2: guys awesome to uh
0: and i was kinda... here for that i've seen lamb of god kill uh, and um kill right i know lamb of god and um and in flames black delia murder here in canberra 2012 oh, okay yeah yeah. Side wave yeah at the u- yeah, university yeah okay yeah so um, we yeah. did uh we randy threw a school. water bottle at my brother's head yeah <laughs> and we did another we
2: came back as well with, with time <laughs> we've yeah what was it uh times of grace as well okay did yeah which was adam jesse and it was before jesse had rejoined kill switch and it was yeah uh, yeah and uh, awesome. so we came out and we we hit up everywhere really and i just fell in love with the place like i love it it's like, it's yeah so yeah how,
1: how, why Canberra? Like if if your Mrs was from Wagga.
2: Uh, did, did she know Canberra? No disrespect to any of your, your Wagga listeners, but uh, I'm not going to fucking live in Wagga.
1: It's I do have one <laughs>
0: listener in Wagga. Oh, Danny doesn't mean it. Yeah, does. sorry, no. sorry, mate. No, <laughs> but, no. Honestly,
2: right, Thursday Crow Brewery, great place. i no, right? uh, been I'm... there, smashed it. It's um, yeah, but yeah. It's, you know, <laughs> yeah. in terms of opportunities and and what I wanted to do and stuff like that, I needed to be somewhere quite big. Um, and also, she also has some other family that lived out at gugong okay and stuff um and so we they they had a little farm there so when we first got here we literally arrived here with nothing like we lived at the farm at gugong for a while and slowly built ourselves up Mm. um Mm. but yeah yeah Yeah. that's that's why canberra Canberra. um you know um it's it's a great place yeah Yeah. yeah, i like it
0: yeah why um what what got you into managing like you mentioned on the on the previous podcast i listened to um with yourself where you're like, you know, I remember seeing Lemmy and young ones when you're watching TV when you're a kid and then what takes you from watching Lemmy on TV to managing him from 2005 to 2011 did you say yeah th- yeah was, uh, yeah
2: 2005 was my first tour kind of yeah 2011 midway
0: on so yeah late 2011 yeah i just checked my notes i got that right let see, see some of this yeah, works yeah, good work. maybe you made a right choice by choosing the the australian education <laughs> system yeah yeah, exactly, hey? yeah, 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 yeah totally i thought, right. I'd, I thought yeah, I'd do yeah, yeah. the opposite i thought after yeah. you saying it's good and then you hearing <laughs> me read out loud you'd be like "Fuck, we're going back somewhere <laughs> else but maybe Wagga would be better <laughs> yeah, after yeah. all you know. know. less kids more more focus on each individual student yeah yeah yeah, but anyway um so what was the process to get you from um where you were to to um personal assistant to Lamy failing at school yeah yeah. opportunity <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah no um is that a callback to what i just said yeah, I yeah, exactly right. <laughs> yeah you i'm just, meant to be the comedian yeah, what's going yeah, yeah, on funny exactly,
2: right yeah you're, you're a prime poster boy for the australian education system now i'm a prime, I'm prime more poster a poster boy for, the for the failure for... of the uk education system i'm more of a poster boy uh, for comedy in this yeah, room, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so yeah it was uh it was through a band called cap down really yeah um which was you know uh like kind of it was called scarred Core. Which is a very niche market, right? So it was a mix of like hardcore, like genuine like old school, youth of today, Gorilla Biscuits type hardcore. And like ska, punk stuff, like Operation Ivy and bands like that, right? And they'd meshed it really, really well. Um, And I'd been meddling around with my own bands and stuff like that, but like I'd never, I always enjoyed rehearsals far more than playing live. Sure. Um, I'm quite an anxious cat, really. Like I'm quite introverted. I hate people fucking like, being on stage people looking at me and shit like that right which is why i've always kind of thrived being behind the scenes sure like uh, like even now in the role that i do now i'm very much a logistics person and i'm very much a, like you know i like to facilitate shit and then sit back and watch and go oh that worked well yeah right? yeah yeah um and so i was putting on gigs um lying to a venue about my age uh <laughs> and started putting on gigs and <laughs> <laughs> and put them on and uh a few times and we became really really good friends like um at the time like we had uh, a huge mutual love of weed yep. um and very in-depth love of weed of like you know different strains and
0: different uh, you know, take different that radio strain. station you fucks yeah uh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah no actually they yeah. got me to where i am but yeah
2: yeah and yeah so we were actually genuinely bonded on that and a cool. love of like old school hardcore as well sure. right um and so at that time it was you know growing up in the northeast of england they were from the midlands um and they they were blowing up their their first album, Civil Disobedience, like okay. uh like kinda of blew up the UK punk scene. Like, yeah, yeah. And unintentionally and almost unaware of what they'd created. Sure. So they were doing like within that album they were doing, um, you know, ska Punk better than ska Punk bands that were trying the hardest, right? They yeah. were doing hardcore better than the hardcore kids who were all like, you know, really loving it and really going for it and all core. but they were doing it better without even thinking about mm-hmm. uh that. They were doing like old school punk stuff right they were doing like uh drum and bass bits of reggae and stuff like that that they were pulling all these influences and then mashed it all into one album and it just blew up and it was almost like with ease you know what I mean? Yeah, Frustratingly, yeah. with these, yeah, well. yeah, like, yeah. there's a lot of bands like yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it's like, like, but... like people saying that Motorhead is like the best. Like without realizing it, they've fucking thrown it over all the punk bands. By exactly. Being more yeah. Exactly. Punk that. Than yeah, punk exactly. Bands. yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. It's a similar
2: yeah. sort of situation, right? Yeah. Where they'd like, you know, they'd wrote all the songs, and they they didn't know how good they were. Yeah. Right. What and year is this around? 98, 99 yeah, something like that. Um, and then i put them on and obviously with that and also pairing it with them like a huge fucking work ethic like Mm. they were i think this one year was like and this is on like 50 pounds a night so the equivalent of what 75 80 bucks a night they were on and they did something like 258 shows in one year and they just mm. and they're all support shows it's not headline shows yeah, they're like yeah matter. and they're in a, they're in like a shitty old van and they'd like talk just bang 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 mm. and i put them on and they were like Do you know what you should come on tour with us and i literally fucking packed a bag and left that night yeah and right. i didn't speak to my parents probably for the next 10 years like yeah right. i think my mum and dad went well in full transparency the next time i actually got in touch with them was to say that you're going to be grandparents oh shit so yeah yeah Um, yeah and like so i went off with toured with them for a long time and worked my way up from driving the van um to selling helping sell a bit of merch to then being a guitar roadie to then like being a tour manager Mm. to then like them going from basically being in this crappy old van to being on nightliner tour buses Mm. and doing full european tours so you learn your skills every set of the way right um and then uh, and tell me if I'm rambling man. I have a tendency to fucking ramble on dude but like, go the, for no, it no, I've, never,
0: I've never seen a car with a handbrake off going down the hill right. and, <laughs> and actually enjoyed watching it so much as, as you talk oh thank you yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's, man, that's my life right? yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just man, sitting I am going, nothing if not
2: a cautionary tale right yeah, yeah. Like, um,
0: <laughs> just like the car at least it's going to be a good story at the yeah, end of it yeah yeah.
2: so the singer Jack he uh, announced he basically called everybody in to the uh, and i remember it fucking vividly it was in wolverhampton civic Wolfram hall yeah. and he called everybody he was like oh, i need to have a meeting with everybody and everybody was like oh fuck what's this right because they weren't the sort of band to have meetings right yeah um yeah punk know, band the, yeah, yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah 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 right? they were the sort of band com- combine right? their p- podiums to maybe buy some weed and that's what the <laughs> meeting would be about but like not not like oh we um, six, need to have a meeting six p yeah. short yeah exactly that's right. what the yeah. meeting was yeah, about yeah, totally yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. um and announced that like, he was going to be a dad And was like, look, I'm going to be a dad. Like, I'm going to have to wind this down. Like, da, 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 And, you know, and everybody had to kind of deal with it. Everyone's, you know, you go, you're 50% stoked, 50% like, well, fuck, what's next, right? Um, And the next thing for me was um, a band called Casabian. So I, and and they're huge in the UK. I I mean, I don't know if they're,
0: big over here, oh, or... no, that
1: big over there. yeah, like, they, they were fucking they huge. A, right? They made a mark here, but yeah, yeah, they were yeah.
0: that's how the day. Australian music scene works. We just know where other where, where cut, stuff's where, doing well, yeah, where yeah, something's going well. Like, well it's good, good to hear that you're doing well in x amount of countries. Yeah, like, totally. We right. just sit yeah, back. Yeah. It's just like you were saying with yeah. your organising. We the Australian metal scene just like to sit back and know that people are doing well somewhere else.
2: So yeah, like that was, and the thing is. It was so good. do you know what it sounds really harsh but like it was a shitty time but very good for my for my resume yeah right okay. yeah and it was a shitty time because they weren't the big band that everybody thinks of at that time yeah, they right. were it was almost like a step back to the band to the to the we were we We're in a van right yeah so we're traveling around we're doing all these shows with Cooper temple claws and i was with them for a little while and they were my first experience of bad management all mm. right and, which unfortunately is fucking prevalent in the music industry. Like, sure. it's, it's it's everywhere, right? Like, the
0: Anvil story. Did you watch that documentary? Yeah, yeah. Those poor guys like getting fucked. Like they go through Europe and they're just like trying to pay him with goulash and yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, like yeah, just yeah, give yeah. him food. Yeah. It's so funny to see that clip of uh, most metalheads have probably seen this, but my favorite part from that show talking about bad management mm. is just where Lips is just like, I don't want fucking goulage I want money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Some Eastern European trying to say yeah, he's yeah. got a free meal Man, i was, or... i was, do you remember Matt,
2: mad dog and cut loose from that movie yeah i yeah, went yeah. out on the beers with them one night oh shit they were, were meant to come here to it.
0: australia but they yeah. can the can the tour um i actually heard recently someone sum it up it's hit from the comedy scene, but it's transferable to the yeah, music yeah. scene. Australia is just where you go to keep your Australian fans happy and if you can break even and keep your fans, then it's good. When you if you're a UK or American band, yeah. that unless you're like you know, doing sold out festivals, like the recent Notfest Fest and stuff, yeah. pretty much unless it's at that scale to come over from another country to Australia is not financially viable for a lot of bands. Yes, for so sure. the ones that do come out, that's why everyone should like support them because they're like, you know, we know what you're going through to get here and put on this show for us. Yeah. Oh, totally.
2: Yeah, it's a huge financial commitment, yeah. right? And from flights to, you know, immigration and all of these things that, you know, draw public don't see the amount of mm-hmm. like work that has to go in just to get in visas to tour in australia was crazy and then you've got all you getting all your equipment here and then the logistics of the huge land distance between major cities right like it's when we were flights. doing Soundwave, yeah, yeah it's all flights right we would come off stage all the gear would be packed up and you'd put it there and somehow it would magically be there the next show right yeah fuck knows how it got there it yeah. was probably all freighted to an airport and it did all this stuff right yeah, like yeah um but you know that i think Soundwave wave is a prime example right i think Financially, they ended up just being fucked. Yeah, right? yeah. And I, that's clearly—I don't think it was intentional in any way. I don't know already know the huge background behind it, but other than it, it's I like
1: think he tried on a lot of toes. He
0: did, yeah. So, sometimes you had like you said, bad management, but also some people are just bad at communication and and yeah. maintaining relationships. Yeah, totally right. Yeah, I think,
1: I think he tried to. It was a bit of big noting, wasn't it? He tried to get Metallica, and they'd only just been here. Yeah, he offered them a million a show for seven shows or something, so they went all right yeah yeah but there's no need to drop an extra seven mil
0: yeah that's it right yeah yeah so so yeah sometimes people just um will um sell stories to get people over here and then in turn tread on toes you know so unfortunately that just happens to be the way of it um and i think think you're you're absolutely right there
2: is that stratification of levels though right yeah there's the bands that come here of like yay fuck we're going to australia and it's a complete you know we, this is how much money we're going to lose doing it and, yeah. and they take that on the chin and they they understand that and they're like yeah that's fine we'll do it And no, it's not fine but they're like you know we've we've almost factored that into our costs sure. for the year right yeah. yeah and hopefully we'll make some money back on merch and blah, yeah. blah, blah blah blah. like for me i always i've always been one of those things like no matter what show it is i try and buy a match something from the match right because sure. that's what fucking helps these days yeah right? unfortunately yeah, you yeah know my I mean?
0: mistress is running out of shirts to, like she's got too many shirts to sleep in yeah because i'll just get two at every, at every like and the thing is <laughs> yeah. there's none in her size so uh it's like two larges or two 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 or two xl yeah, yeah. so it's like yeah one that I can wear out in public and one that you only want to wear to bed because it's too big for you, you know what I yeah, mean? it's so like, right? yeah. like yeah, yeah, like 14 shirts to wear to bed tonight, you know, because I'm just always buying merch and being like, "Here you go, you know, take this." Yeah, absolutely. you know, because I'm support this is my way of supporting <laughs> Yeah,
2: so uh, when I did uh uni, my dissertation that I did was on um live streaming and downloads and its effects on the live music industry oh right? yeah okay. and basically you can sum it up and i did a full fucking dissertation i mean, you can sum it up with buy some fucking merch yeah Right. yeah it's basically because bands now are struggling and struggling they're constantly on tour because they're having to make this money that they're now not getting from record sales which yeah. means that they only have a finite amount of time because they can't afford to go into the studio to write new songs to create new albums and it has this huge knock-on effect right fuck yeah but basically buy some fucking merch. And Mo-
0: Motorhead had a mad range of merch or has a mad range of merch. How did you find like coordinating that with gigs and things like that?
2: Um, so I, I think when I was with them, a lot of it was handled by a third party, Bravado. Okay. Um, I'm not sure who runs them these days. I know yeah. they did some stuff with EMP, man. Yeah, I don't see like
0: Lemmy fucking boxing up shit and no, posting it out no, to No, 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 no. But it was, <laughs> you know
2: what? He, he did have a huge fucking oversight on it. Every, oh, a, yeah. Part, part of my role was taking things to him and saying, oh, they're, you know... This has been suggested. What do you think? Cool. Right. And
0: a lot of the time, he, you know, he'd have some very blunt feedback on it. <laughs> like, <laughs> t- tell us something uh, about like a story of that. Have you ever had any just things you thought were great ideas and he's just gone like and shot it out of the air?
2: Do you know what? Without wanting to fucking sound thingy, like a lot of the time, me and him are on the same page. Good. Like, Excellent. Um, which is why we work quite well together, right? I think, and it's something that I've touched on in the book really, it's like this, the motorhead crew was very, very well handpicked. Right, yeah. In the way that, for example, there was Eddie rosher who was very business minded. He obviously cared about everybody, but he was very business minded, and he was very good at the logistics of that. I'm very much like very much a left wing socialist. Right, I'm a people person. Like mm-hmm. I love people to be happy, and I love all of these things like that. And I love to t- take care of of logistics as well as feelings right which yeah. sounds really fucking fluffy but it, <laughs> but it's true but when you mesh that together you it's get punk that. Rock yeah it. exactly right. yeah. you get that kind of holistic picture right where um and so there'd be times where i'd bring you know i think i'm trying to give a good example right the mesh company wanted to do uh like these little fucking statues of lemmy right and i'd right. sell them and, da, 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 and it was him and his bass guitar and his microphone and it was almost like do you know you get like the you can go to uh, like a comic book shop and you can get like a bust of Batman's head or you yeah, know, stuff yeah. like that, right? And we took one to him and he looked at it and he was like, Hurr. "I'm like, because oh, right. <laughs> his first thing he'd be that he'd always ask me, oh, what do you think about it? And I'd be yeah. like, to be honest, mate, I kind of think you're that anti-statue. Like, you know, yeah, 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 nobody sure. wants that, right? You, you, and, and he completely agreed. And then another time, there was some some kind of, uh, it was a motorhead shirt and it was a white shirt and he was like, motorhead shirts don't come in white. Rock and roll shirts don't come in white you yeah. know what i mean and it's like well yeah you're absolutely right do you know what i mean and and he was very much over that kind of let's keep this motorhead
0: yeah do you know yeah. what i mean the brand yeah, yeah
2: yeah and do you know what like since his passing unfortunately you've seen that widen a little bit sure do you yeah. know what i mean a lot a lot right yeah, there's um a
1: lot of things now where you sort of look and go you know those what are those little pop things yeah you know, yeah but they have the big heads yeah and
0: the yeah, yeah
2: and, all this you know, shit but there's stuff. even fucking stuff where like i i get instagram kind of fucking targeted ads all the time. And I got something the other day for Motorhead running shorts. Right? Yeah. And I was just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. It was like, "Do you know what?" Not only did Lemmy never fucking run anywhere, right? Yeah. Like, uh like I wouldn't have fucking trusted him to run a raffle. Never mind a fucking Do yeah. <laughs> You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, and he was just like, and he comes up and it's like, "Yeah, built for speed." And honestly it's like, wrong sort of speed, my friend. Uh, yeah. Like these aren't fucking. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. And you see this shit, and you just like, built
0: oh, for speed. Fuck me, like it's yeah. yeah. They could have just at least made it more Motorhead and said, "Built for speed, not heroin." Yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. Something like you know, that. I mean, yeah, something yeah. a little bit more Lemmy. Yeah. If yes. you
1: look at the um, Motorhead England design, you know, you think, It's iconic, right? It's iconic, but how, how many bootlegs have there been of it? You know what I mean? Mm. I kind of often wondered how... he uh, how... Yeah. would have felt about the Loved fact them. that... Yeah, well, it's great, but even the bootleg side of it, we're just Pete people... You them, yeah. Yeah, really? Yeah, I
0: used to... The, sort on of tours, I'd go out and get Sporting. one of everything
1: from the... I just got to uh, plug the charger into this oh, good. one. Oh, oh, good. So means I can get a beer.
0: When i interviewed nick Oliveri, yeah. he'd just gotten off the flight to australia yeah. so he was he's like midway through smoking a cigarette in the green room inside like yeah. he's like he's like you'll be fine to smoke in here won't it and i'm like i can't say no to nick yeah, nick. Yeah, yeah and he's just midway through the interview he's like having a beer and he just like <laughs> 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 i'm literally sitting lucky i didn't film it um but i'm literally like uh, Nick, um, so uh, how, do, how do you find Australia, mate? And he's just, yeah, good. <laughs> 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 just kept kept, kept, so kept good. in character.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Such a legend.
0: Yeah, it, cool. it, it, I was just like, fuck, that's awesome. And I got a guy backstage meet and greet Um, as part of a competition I ran here, you know. Yeah, the, yeah. the guy that runs the promotion for that was like give away a meet and greet like to promote the gig. And he uh, t- was just expecting to go out and meet him and he's like do you want a beer or something man they end up like drinking and hanging out yeah, in the yeah, green room yeah. for like the rest of the night like from when they finished the gig until they went home he was hanging they let him hang out with the crew and shit oh you. Nick yeah. is such a nice bloke right and
2: I think when I started kind of well I kind of the, the how I ended up working but with, with Nick was actually supporting Motorhead and was he was the springboard for me ended up working for Motorhead, right mm. um but I got offered the tour through a mate of mine who double booked and I ended up working with, with with Nick, but I was so fucking worried that first day because I'd heard so many bad reports about him. Oh, he's a fucking lunatic. You yeah. have a fucking nightmare, all this stuff. The nicest, genuest, like, fucking most amenable, most intelligent, like, kind of interesting bloke I'd met in such a long time back then, right? Um, uh, To be able to just, you know, blow out with him and chat about old hardcore music, to just fucking da-da-da-da-da. Mm. And he was good as gold, right? And I think a lot of those... War stories that I'd heard about him had been completely fucking misconstrued.
0: Yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean.
2: Like, or, or we're in a place where I could see, you know, he's almost like, you know, and and I, I openly admit it. When I if I'm backed into a corner, I get a bit fucking belligerent, right? Right. I think a lot of people do. That and I think maybe he would been in that situation. Sure. Do you know what I mean, where he's like, do you know what? I'm just I, I can fuck with this, so I will fuck with this. If yeah. If you're gonna push back yeah. at me, I'll push back at you. Sure. But when I encountered him in on the journey of fucking life as it were like he was such a nice laid back dude and yeah still is to this day right um dangerous to go out drinking with yeah but a very nice dude it's like that
0: story about um i forgot who it was with the um i remember in the lemmy doc they're like here i went in to do some recording with lemmy brought in a bottle of maker's mark yeah. and um just handed me handed it to me and by the end of it we drank and we drank so much we didn't do any recording i went to hospital alcohol poisoning and he just continued with his night yeah. i was like Fucking hell <laughs> and then there's that one i think one of one of the one of the um other interview people they interviewed said that they were like oh uh, he's like do you want a jack and he just ha- thinking oh yeah i'll just give him this fifth of jack and we'll just share it so he takes a squeak <laughs> and hands it to his mate and he looks over, and Lem's opening up another Jack, and he means a whole bottle each yeah. instead yeah, of yeah, like yeah. a swig from one bottle. <laughs> just just like so, and so genuine, generous, uh, genu, generous. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gen- genuine yeah. and genuine, generous. Yeah. And I'm just like why did i just make like four different fucking words like <laughs> i've never seen an english guy so happy to let the language just fall off just the fucking face fuck of the earth exactly See he's like we gave this language to you fuckers you can bring it out to yeah, australia yeah, yeah. and turn it into this shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but no uh, it just really <laughs> yeah. um hey speaking of which so sorry you can you can I've done interviews in the past and sometimes the Mr. YouTube warrior gets behind the keyboard and says like this dick had just interviewed himself for most of the time. This is probably one of the first times I've been able to be matched with my ability to talk. So it's really good to like, you know, a lot of bands. Yeah. yeah, I'm a complete verbose prick. Uh, Well, a lot of bands are quite quiet people. You know what I mean? So like, it's good to get a, like someone that's more on the publicist side of things to try and like, be more of a talker you know so um but yeah one of the people said that and i was thinking to myself yeah fair enough um but i'm aware of it it's the worst thing like i can do something and i'm like i prefer sometimes to be completely blissfully ignorant like i know that i talk too much but i prefer to let people talk as well so like this mismatch of like too much of this and not enough of this and i know what's happening the whole time but that comes from like my comedy background and things and one link to comedy and motorhead is Jim Norton's Down and Dirty, 2008. He put out this comedy special where Lemmy DJed it. So yeah, so if anyone hasn't seen this, if you're a fan of comedy and Motorhead, Jim Norton, who's a um, New York comedian, put out a comedy special with a, a bunch of different, it was a series. He had about three or four comedians per episode, and there's about five episodes. And he actually had Lemmy, do the sound for the gig as a guest DJ. Where was it? Um, this was at uh, near Boston, I think. One of the rooms there. I don't remember. I yeah, don't know okay. 100%. But he had guys like Jim Jeffries, um, Patrice O'Neill, Bill yeah. Burr. When they, in 2008, before yeah, they blew right. up. Um, and jim norton did the the uh, mc for it and he was literally just throwing it to let he's like oh, take us away lemmy and lemmy'd be up there doing his doing his thing oh, yeah. yeah between so it was called yeah, it, was, yeah, it was yeah called, was it was called it was called down and dirty yeah okay. um that's what, one like one him of, djing tunes that for comedians ah, okay, so yeah, like yeah. he was doing the, he had a fucking eclectic music so well he used to yeah, put crazy yeah, yeah. He used to put the music on to bring them out and play them off. He was just sitting there playing the, the house music. Yeah, okay. So yeah, yeah. yeah, Jim was throwing it to Lemmy to to <laughs> to do the sound. You yeah. know, and I don't actually know how much of that was also manage behind the scenes whether he was a character there to do that yeah or whether but yeah, knowing exactly. what you've said about lemmy i feel like he would have had a lot to do with it you know and i, I feel he was, like...
2: yeah he's very controlling like it, and he was very like that sounds like a bad thing to say very controlling but very self-aware and very aware of how he is represented and very aware of controlling how he's interpreted, right yeah which is a really healthy thing for an artist right? yeah yeah um, so yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm not, not seen that. I'd like to see that, but yeah, no, In so... my mind, as soon as you said him DJ, I'm like, that'd be the worst fucking thing. Oh yeah, no, he, he wasn't putting on his Tubers in the moonlight, by the bonzo dog doodah band. like, what the fuck is this?
1: Well, that's actually
0: a question that I that I um what that I had for the for the podcast. Um, what sort of music did Lem listen to when he wasn't on tour? If he was just chilling, what do you know? What sort of music he like to put on? Yeah, so
2: me and him originally bonded over the his music
0: taste. Yeah, like so, Little Richard and stuff was in the docco Yeah, that, that yeah. Sort so thing?
2: you know, I love stuff like Little Richard. The Downliners Sect was one of his favourites, which is yep. like a very small kind of like UK rock and roll band. Um, he loved Skunk and Nancy. Yep. He like one of his favourite bands, Evanescence. He really liked. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. He, you know, yeah. Um, he used to like say the Bonzo Dog Doo band, which I don't know if you've ever heard them. Are fucking amazing. No. So basically, like. Uh, <laughs> They're, they're, they're one of my favorite bands of all time now and it was him who got me into them right and it was almost like every song was a different genre
1: from what era from the 60s yeah, like right, really okay.
2: fucking tripped out fucking <laughs> like uh, they had a song called like my, my brother did the noises for the talkies uh, they had one that was humanoid boogie which is about uh, robots trying to dance like humans um, like they had one like uh, you done my brain in um yeah so many fucking my pink half of the drain pipe which is about uh the detached houses that you see in the uk where you know yeah. people look after their own little section of garden to the point that they've even painted half of a drain pipe a yeah. color yeah, that they yeah. want and <laughs> shit like that like really good fucking social commentary in terms of like that and um one of the guys went on to be in monty python so he was uh, originally in the bonzo dog Doobab da band was called neil innis went hey, on bro. to be in the Ruttles, who was like I don't know if you've ever seen yeah, that documentary. Yeah, the Beatles, yeah, going, the Beatles yeah, documentary. Yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah. like Leggy Gosh. Man Batten. He's oh, yeah, like, a, yeah. Well what do you like about them? He's like, the trousers. <laughs> like um like yeah, Dark Nasty and stuff like that. It was so good. Um
0: He was a fan of Beatles as well, I Huge said. fan yeah, of the Beatles. Yeah,
2: yeah. Huge, huge fan of the Beatles. And like,
1: I, I like what he um, was... saw him at the Cavern, didn't he? yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. On.
2: yeah, yeah. so he i think he was he once told me like one of his first ever fucking things was carrying the guitar around for eddie kidd as well was an not eddie kidd was it eddie it might be, was it johnny kidd and the pirates eddie kidd was the motorcycle stuntman might be johnny kidd and the pirates. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah he was i think back then yeah he saw him at the cabin um and yeah he's yeah
1: well, you look at, at his resume with well, that and then working with hendrix and yeah you know, yeah. Wild, just, you, know you could just that's what I was actually, I found reading the, um, reading the, the autobiography sort of, you just start getting into a story and then it's over because he's, it's like it needed 10 volumes in yeah. his life. Yeah, yeah I thought so right. I sort of found that with the movie as well. It's just kind of, it's just touching on something that you want to hear about and then it's over because he's got to yeah. mention everything else he's done in his life. True. Yes. Yeah. i thought he was
2: such a, like, you know, um. It's a really old fucking cliched adage, right? That you know, what some people like, they can live 80 years and not live a day. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Right? Yeah. But then there's some people who can live fucking, I don't know, 20 years and fucking yeah. live and embrace every fucking moment. I've followed it, him right?
1: since a kid, you know, and I remember watching a docker when he was 40, and he's saying, you know, so when he's 40, I'm, I'm you know, 15 or something so it's like yeah you know i'm, I'm thinking 40s old and he's going oh i could die tomorrow and i wouldn't care i've had i've had a hell of a life and you sort of you just you believed it because you knew it yeah and oh, he totally, had like right? up yeah. to the age of 40 what he'd sort of crammed into that space of time yeah oh totally was just, totally. just but like I did, you know
2: what i did like and it's i'm kind of fucking going off on a bit of a tangent here but like the and, and it, uh, when you're talking about the movie, do you mean the one that Wes Oshowski and Greg Oliver did, the recent one? Like the one, well, not recent now, it's like, what, 20...
0: 2011. Yeah, 2011, yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so well, like... you're in it as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. This, we'll talk about that towards the end because it was towards the end of the doco that um, you had more parts. I know. That, yeah. I don't know if you compared it to like how they edited and all that sort of stuff. It... You're fairly early on, I think, just as a like part of the crew. And then at the end, they've got a couple of good little, like, clips of you actually interviewing. Yeah, so and...
2: I had to be interviewed a few times for that because yeah. I was in full fucking transparency, a bit of a mess. Yeah. Um, I think I was interviewed in Norway. That didn't make it there. I think I did one at the Rainbow. That might have fucking done it. Rainbow wasn't in there, yeah, I don't yeah. think. Yeah. yeah, so I was up in there. Um... Where
0: were you based the whole time you are working with Lemmy? Were you in America or were in you the, doing? In the UK, but I used to spend a lot of... So, Weirdly, Motorhead used to tour for
2: 11 months of the year, pretty much in and out, right? And then. It's insane. Yeah, it's crazy, right? It's crazy. And it's then crazy. that one month of the year would be probably spent in the studio. So he would yeah. be busy 12 months of the year. So what I would do, for the first couple of tours, I stayed in the UK. I always had a pl- an address in the UK. Yeah. But at the end of a tour, i would be like, oh, do you want to come stay in fucking LA with me? Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah all right then. Um, or I'd be like, no, I want to go home. And he They always taught me into like, what the fuck do you want to do that for? And I'd be like, well. You know, I want to see my missus. I can see you next month. I'm like, all right. All right. Um,
0: and so it's I so funny to be on tour for eleven years and being like for eleven months out of the year and being like, why would you want to go home?
2: Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And see, this is like he had a completely like different mindset and a different reality, and it was so funny to, to And it goes back to what we were chatting about earlier about you know like when the, the alarm,
0: cl- the changing
2: yeah, the clocks and things like that. That's a good like tour that. story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, on my my first few days where he's basically you know thinking that I'm trying to pull one over on him. And it was almost, like, you know, he'd he, be doing his wake-up calls and he'd be like, you know, you've changed the fucking clocks and da 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 like, and I'd be like, no, I haven't looked down here. Well, you've changed that one as well. You've changed <laughs> the one to the minute. I'm like, oh, I fucking haven't. right? And it's such a different mindset. And so he'd be like, oh, well, you know, I, I really want to go home. And, it, and and he'd be like, well, well you know, why? And I'd be like, well, why wouldn't
0: I? Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean?
2: like, Why the fuck wouldn't I? Like, I've been wearing the same old stinking jeans for like fucking... Two months, like all my fucking. And that's fucking after
0: they're in the bog in Norway. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I, I got a couple trees. stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: I fucking, I fucking forgot, man. You didn't
1: read. Yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, um, yeah. I'll see if I can recount <laughs> the story. You tell me if I'm right or not. Right, yeah, 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 this yeah. is yeah. what I remember of it. So in the van, it's early hours in the morning. You're still travelling. You're like, let's go out. I got to go out for a piss. It's middle of the night. It's in Norway. It's snowing as shit, and there's a. V- pisser on the van but for whatever yeah, reason it was, so long, it was yeah, worth yeah. going outside for yeah. Gone outside f- look down feet her in a bog your shoes are gone in the in a in a puddle of muck yeah it was like a babbling brook like, <laughs> like fucking <laughs> in the middle <laughs> <of> a, <laughs> i don't know if that's the sign for
2: babbling brook but like uh, there they go and um, like uh, it was
0: i'll let you take it away from yeah i got yeah. a good
2: start on it though, so yeah least. yeah it's a tall bus we've got a full fucking like Toilet in there and everything, and I don't even like. I don't even fucking really really remember why, but I'm like, oh, pull over, pull over, pull over. I need to run for a piss. Pitch black, middle of fucking Norway. We just done a show at the Oslo Spectrum, and kind of run off when is the thing I'm "I'm not gonna run for a piss I just went it was almost like a fast flowing like river or babbling brook and it just blew my shoes off (laughs) (laughs) and I could just like (laughs) and I went back and I was like oh fuck and yeah I got to the venue the next day and I literally had to like go find a scare shop walk in there told them the story they thought it was fucking brilliant put them on the guest list for the show like all this stuff like um yeah it was mad it was mad but yeah I had some fucking good times on that's all just the
0: idea of you going in in full like tour gear just with no shoes yeah like exactly it's just right, so yeah. funny yeah like, totally yeah like um yeah no shoes and yeah it was it was my advice <laughs> i had some good times yeah so i've got
2: fucking I, I don't know if I'm, i've mentioned it previously but i got fucking knocked myself clean out on that and let me into fucking like so we were at this emp merch party in uh i can't remember the fucking slick stuff yeah somewhere like that and i'd already got into fucking trouble that night right um to, am, I, am i right to talk about fucking drugs on this yeah call? go for I, it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. sweet. Right. Yeah. so um better we talk
0: about yeah, it yeah I, I think yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, you yeah. can do it yeah yeah yeah. Sorry. if anyone does drugs because of canberra metalheads you're a fucking sheep <laughs> dude <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. if someone says Marky made me do it then how about you go buy some fucking merch as well while yeah, you're yeah, at it I you know if you're, it. If, you're, if you're
2: taking my word for it yeah yeah let's see yeah it's, yeah it's anyway the, yeah. yeah and so like um It was this EMP merch party and I was like hanging out with the German promoter, like what's his fucking name? I mean, him had fucked off into this like fucking cubicle at the start and... And like we're doing coke in there and this fucking security guard comes over the thing and he's like, I do not mind what you are doing but this is the ladies' toilet. <laughs> <laughs> i like, right, fucking whatever. Like, so we both come out of there red-faced or whatever. And it turns out that like, it's a free bar and I'm like, fucking brilliant. And I do my usual thing of like, oh, amazing. I'm just going to drink loads and loads of tequila. Yeah. All right? Um, because it gets you pissed really fucking quick. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, awesome. Because like, I guess when you're running around doing all this logistic shit, you have a finite period where you're like, oh, cool, I can get smashed there, and then I'll be fine, but you don't think about that. Oh, I'll just get smashed here, and I'll feel shit for the rest of the fucking thing. Yeah. And so me and, me and this guy, I nearly said his name, though. we're smashing back fucking tequilas, and I'm like, yeah, blah, and I'm, by the end of the night, I'm staggering back to the fucking tour bus, and Lemmy's already on that, and he's, like, watching Family Guys. He always fucking did on the bus. And um, I'm walking back, and he said, like, this, this next bit comes from Lemmy. I don't really remember the next bit. But he was like, he was like, yeah, I could see you coming back out the window, and blah 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 blah. And, um, he said that I stopped, was chatting to some guy, um, and said to the guy like, oh, apparently fucking, like you know, I said, oh, watch this, and just threw a pole over his, this car, and apparently it was the guy's car, and, it, and just went like, that's his my auto, and all this, and I was right, and I just went, apparently just went choose, and walked off, and just like bye. Then came, staggered onto the bus, went, "All oh, right, Len," and just fucking tripped over and just head butted this fucking table and was out cold. Right? Oh shit! Then, like, that and- took
0: a turn. I thought it would have been the bloke that owned the yeah. car that knocked you yeah. out. Yeah,
2: no, 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 no. You <laughs> ran was just like, huh? right? And apparently, I was like, "Cheers," and ran off to the bus. So, like, I, I think if that. that
0: was framed right, it'd be the perfect yeah. new quirky ad for uh, Volvo. Yeah, totally you know right. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. the guy pukes on the car and says, "Bye." Yeah, yeah, totally and then right. it's just like Volvo, drive your dream. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> he- I mean like right, it's such a laid
2: back casual car that you're not even gonna get bothered if anybody fucking screws on the hood of it. Like, <laughs> like, um
0: yeah, it's, like, a, it's the new ad for windscreen wiper rubbers because yeah, it just cleans yeah, yeah, it's it totally like old, it's all done. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, you
2: just reminded me of that fucking philomet. What was it, Crazy People? You ever seen that? We do Dudley Moore. No.
0: Whereas does like
2: realistic adverts and one of them's like volvos yeah. They're boxy, but they're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well
0: that's that's like um, the um british humor that you're talking we saying mm. about like that style of humor like it, from what i've picked up from interviews and things like that Lem was a big fan of that style of comedy which is why i think he might have been interested in doing that comedy gig that i spoke about yeah. before it yeah, seems yeah. like a, a lot fan. of his friends were
2: comedians yeah like, so especially
0: I, at the rainbow like because I, I got i got a um podcast i listened to by a guy called dean delray yeah. and he used to book the rainbow um for, for years yeah. and um he um he talks about you know hanging out there and all that sort of stuff and he's a massive comedy fan he's yeah. an LA rocker that started doing comedy when he was 44 yeah and, yeah and he's in his 50s now and he like tours and stuff like that but he started doing music and now he's doing comedy yeah
2: nice.
0: and um he even said he's just like he's just because he stops partying hard he said he went for, to, a, to a gig once um and there was like a pyramid of coke and all the guys from motley Crue and stuff were there and he's just like man i he's an old la rocker guy he's just like oh man i had to fucking hook in or otherwise everyone else would get it and he said and i looked down and my fucking arms going numb and i was like fucking hell i had too much and i went over to the guy that was running the party i said you need to call an ambulance man i think i'm having a stroke and he's like the guy's remotely crew here we can't fucking have any heat hands him a bottle of fucking stolly and says, sip on this until you come down. Okay. He's up in the bedroom rubbing his arm, sipping on the stolly, hoping that it comes, yeah, down. And and he, yeah. he comes down. And he comes down he says, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I don't party anymore. You know, you stopped partying. He goes, and then I realised, I said, fuck, if I knew Lemmy was going to make it to 70, I never would have stopped.
2: Yeah. <laughs> True, right? You know, I mean, like he had a good fucking innings, right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, a lot of his friends were... Um, a lot more like old British comedians as well, like and ones you wouldn't think of, right? Um, unless you kind of know his backstory a bit more. Like yeah. so I like the I don't know if you've ever seen any of the comic strip presents stuff and things like well, that, right? I With like that bad that, news yeah, and, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so he was one of his like best friends was like Robbie Coltrane which randomly is Hagrid from fucking Harry Potter yeah yeah and he used to come down to a lot of gigs and hang out and it's because they'd work together on I think on Eat the Rich and a few other
0: bits and bobs I've seen him play a cop in a show before I'm just like fuck it yeah he does everything yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a gnarly big old cop you know yeah 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 and he did like what Nuns
2: on
1: the Run (laughs) I've (laughs) never seen that one it's fucking terrible Um, film but uh, yeah like (laughs) so he was like we're friends with with them was that so that would have been how he got the young ones thing like, was how, how did that sort of work? Because the young ones was like early, it was about yeah, so 80. Yeah, so young ones, like, sorry. I grew, grew up fucking loving the young ones and I think it was
2: probably being rerun when I first saw mm. it and i yeah,
1: right. fucking because it's so funny like, when you look at that episode they on Bambi if you look at yeah, everyone yeah. from to the, the from yeah but from the um you know when they're doing University Challenge yeah yeah and if you look at everyone in there it's like it's Ben Elton and it's like all of them are really yeah, yeah. mega yeah, so famous now so there was Jules, Jules yeah. in there there was Ben Elton
2: and that was part of the comic strip and I think they did the comic strip presents which is I don't know if, if you ever seen Bad News and more Bad News yeah, yeah. oh yeah all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah um <laughs> that's my favorite quote from Isaac. what is it uh was it uh jimmy page was 22 when he wrote Stairway to heaven it's yeah. he like i was i was 19 when i learned to play i think that says something
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so good it's yeah.
2: sausage juice up there it's so good we used to say money to somebody fucking like baggies, it was
0: also but... in um in <laughs> californication as well them did that um spot that in scene, the rainbow in the yeah 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 so it's like random cameos as well was really cool yeah man. he used to do quite a few of them like a few bits and bobs right and he also did, and uh, uh, he's
2: fucking. Huge, he used to piss him on, He was a huge born in contention with him. He did a Walkers crisps advert, which is like Smith's crisps, yeah, here, right. Where he didn't, they didn't pay him, uh, but he all he asked in return was he wanted a, lifeline, uh, a lifelong supply of salt and vinegar chips right <laughs> that was they never Georgian, delivered yeah. they never fucking delivered because you can't get salt and vinegar in the states where he was living he's like oh fucking because both <laughs> me and him our favorite meal of all fucking time is a salt and vinegar chip sandwich yeah, yeah like, right <laughs> and so we'd have one every fucking night on the bus right yeah and he'd be like but then he'd go home or we'd tour the states and he'd be like oh fuck i just want some salt and vinegar chips but <laughs> like, yeah we
0: too like, i heard the story about the hot <laughs> chips putting them in the microwave on the van yeah yeah yeah, yeah so And you'd... he used
2: to put it with fish as well like yeah. he'd fucking crank it up and he'd like I'd be like, look, it's it's a microwave, not an oven, right? Yeah. I'll be like, you know, you don't need to put it in for fucking fifty minutes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, and he'd be yeah.
2: Like, yeah. Like, and if you're stood there watching it like it's fucking like he's watching the Jukes of Hazard or something, it'd be like fucking and it's just going around. Like, Dude. like the entire fucking bus is filling up with smoke and stinking like fucking haddock and like oh man but, um, It could
0: only be described as a sea creature Oh not creature. that was a camel man yeah, that yeah. fucking
2: bus driver. That yeah. bus was was <laughs> so fucking funny. Right. Um, I don't know if the, the, the I was giving the guy Mexican wake-up as well, which we used to do to quite a few people. We had an acoustic guitar on the bus that I used to bring along. It ended up getting fucking smashed, which was annoying. But, like, we, if anybody was pissing us off, we'd go to their bus and be like, knock, 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 really, like, middle of, like, 3 in the morning, right? <laughs> like, the worst hour you could pick. And we'd we'd stand there and go, you can't, and we'd walk off. (laughs) So we did that to him a couple of times. And then the next day, we were driving there, and our bus broke down. And and me and Campbell were like, oh, fuck it, let's go for you know, let's go for a wander." Um, And we ended up wandering, jumping over like the, I guess the safety barrier of a motorway, and ending up in this little Italian village. And it had this like, like almost like a. A supermarket but a, like a little scaled down version and in the freezers they had uh like octopus i'm like oh fuck it let's get a couple of these we can fuck with people put them in their bunks and blah blah blah, blah, blah. like so we got this and then we put we got it on the bus got back and, and in know honestly we completely fucking forgot all about it like um like, and, and a few days later this thing's honking Like, right? and this so it's this perfect storm of like we've got this honking fucking octopus this the the crew bus driver's really fucking pissing us off where we've got a few days off and it was all everything aligned like this fucking like these planets of shit in line right um and and basically what happened was we like knocked on the door the guy opened it and we just fucking tossed in this fucking like rotting octopus into his bus like, he was just stinking like pure stinking and he and he's like he he must have emailed the the owner of the bus company saying like, "Oh, I want to quit this tour. Like, fuck this. Like, I want to leave them here. Like, And it used to happen quite a bit, right? We used to, you know, I look back in it now, and we used to the amount of letters that we get of people like, "You know, fuck this band. Like, we want to leave them here and like, blah, 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 blah. Right, um, to the pile yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly, right. And he'd like, uh, he'd emailed the guy, and he's like, "I was awoken by what could only be described by, the by being thrown at me. Uh, what could only be described as a rotting sea creature." I right? <laughs>
1: like,
2: um, like fuck but yeah like but over the years like bus drivers and we either got on really fucking well with them with yeah. like you know there was people like jonah and ronaldo and yeah. and claire like you yeah. know and we used to fuck with them but not in it but in like a love way yeah. and yeah. then they could take it right like, Claire, I even got it, I've got it covered over now, but I even got a tattoo on my back that said, fuck you, Claire," because he woke me up with a vacuum cleaner one morning. Right? And I was like, literally, I was like, he woke me up, and I was like, man, I'm going to go get a tattoo on right now. Like, fuck you, Claire." And I literally just went and got it and came back. Right? And his daughter loved it. It was the best thing ever. She was just like, that's the best. Um, but there was drivers, so we'd, we'd fuck with them from a place of love, but then there was drivers, if if you pissed them off, pissed off the crew, they would go out there way to fuck Probably with you. Probably fuck right? with them. Yeah, like, I think... The best one that i ever had and it was before my time and it was, tim butcher had told me apparently they found there was a bus driver who was really fucking doing their head in. and they found outside a gig one night like a mannequin and they snuck it on the bus right and they dressed it up in some of tim's clothing right and while the bus is driving along they T- tied a fucking rope around his neck and then tossed it out the roof skylight so that it hit the front windscreen while the guy was driving oh, and, and he thought he'd hit somebody and the bus is fucking swerving everywhere and apparently <laughs> the guy like never drove a band ever again like he, he quit it went, yeah, it. yeah he quit and was like I'm not fucking driving a band ever he ended up delivering fucking like glass bottles of fizzy pop around Glasgow like he was oh. just like I'm never I'm never fucking driving a band ever ever again he thought he'd like fucking kill someone uh, he, that's and awesome. he smashed this exploded <laughs> man
0: I remember a quote um, um that i heard where it was basically like if you if you so there was a few things that lem had like um requirements for the bus that needed to be cold. yeah the ice needed man. To be, yeah yeah the ice man and um it needed to be running all the time yes yeah. yeah. so even when it was sitting there parked it was just yep. it needed to be running it used to help him sleep here in the engine or something that's like right that. yeah
2: that, they're back to talking days right which was like it, you didn't have plug-in power at yep. venues right it's a pretty modern thing, and so is giving a fuck about the environment i guess yeah like, which is unfortunate right because it's the world we live in but like so sort of for him it, it the noise of the bus and the and the, the slight vibration of the engine was the only way he could fall asleep yeah right it the only way he could fall asleep like, so
0: if, if that turned off he'd wake up like or, or whatever oh yeah you'd hear the dum doom doom, doom. Dum, 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 and you knew someone was going to get showered up <laughs> uh, yeah 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 but he, but he used to come out with
2: some fucking classics like to the drivers as well right? like like um, if
0: you hit a pothole or a bump as well that would set him off oh what totally, I like, yeah, so yeah yeah yeah
2: the, the other thing that he could never get his head around as well which used to crack me up and like the drivers hated it but it's, so in the uk you can only drive a certain amount of time then you need to take a break then you can drive a little bit more and then every couple of days you need to take two solid days off yeah Yeah, right right? it's not just like oh you can just fucking like in the states it's like oh you can you can give the driver a bit of cash and go right we're in we're in la we've got to be in fucking we've got to be in new york for the next gig like here's here's some extra just fucking just do it it. loads of coffees. just get us there like you can't do that they have tachographs in the uk yeah yeah right and so he he used to hear that the drivers would get a couple of days off because they'd be like what the fuck (laughs) because you'd have to you're obviously in that like you either get a double (laughs) driver or you plan the tours around it Yeah. yeah yeah um and I remember Jonah, like, he'd, him hitting a fucking bump on the way out of the venue, and he'd come stomping down, going, fucking hell, Jonah. Like, what have you been doing, spending the past couple of days reading a book on how to drive like a fucking cunt. Do <laughs> you, know I mean? so, like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But then he'd go back, and then now an hour later, come down, go, oh, Jonah, how's it going? Like, you know what I mean? Just like, it was the, and that's what, to me, like, I, and I still carry that with me in life today, like, is you can explode and go fucking ballistic, and then everything's fine yeah like, yeah you know it's I mean? out the system though, yeah it's out the system but and 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 to me it's a huge fucking feeling in my life now is that like i people don't see that i don't give that much of a fuck that i carry it with me do you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like yeah. i can be like fuck this blah, 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 blah. anyway like what should we do there? yeah on? yeah and it's yeah it's that weird ability to and we used to have a saying as well right it's like the truck doors are closed so during the gig you could, you could fucking fall fallen out with, like, the amount of times I had arguments with people like fucking Tim Butcher or blah, 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 blah right? But as soon as the truck's parked, we're all friends
0: yeah yeah do you know what i mean we're here now yeah right gone. Yeah, yeah the gig's done right I suppose that... you have to otherwise it's all gonna fall apart mm. yeah exactly yeah yeah totally right or yeah. you know like i'd have a fucking... you can't have a grudge though yeah
2: exactly right and i think right yeah you something. hit the nail on the head right and yeah. you, again me being a fucking verbose prick i could yeah. have
0: just said we do not have grudges yeah you know? yeah <laughs> instead no, of no, chatting it's for good. about five minutes <laughs> well, it's like, <laughs> like, like that um jonah hill has a joke uh jonah hill no no that's a fucking musician joan rivers there you go oh. see i did your trick i switched <laughs> the name hey, was it evil knievel no he's a stunt writer yeah so joan rivers has this joke she's like you're married with someone until the point where you can just look at the side of the head when they're eating the temples are going in and that's enough to piss you off yeah <laughs> you know, oh, exactly because you, right. you yeah. just looking at them going of course your head's fucking moving you yeah. can't yeah, i'll tell you. But, that, that, no, like, but that's what a grudge will do right I'll tell you. whereas you can just you you can just if you like can get it out out in the open then you've said it and it's done yeah you know? and, and
2: it's do you know what and honestly, like i've talked with quite a lot of bands and it was quite rare yeah and it was quite rare to have that because it, and and people who were there at that you know if you had that were there just for that flashpoint you'd go fuck me this is a really toxic environment yeah but the reality was is it wasn't because like, of that because of that yeah. yeah it was that ability to just almost like blow up and then laugh at yourself for blowing up yeah. and other people could laugh at you with it right yeah yeah like so and and you know there'd be times where on other tours where you could you know you could have I don't know, had an argument with somebody and they'd carry it over for fucking shows and shows and shows yeah and be like, what the f- what, like, what's up with you oh, oh you know what you know, when we were in fucking Leeds, you blah, 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 I'm like man that was like fucking two weeks ago yeah yeah
1: sometimes yeah, you, you on forget about, what like, you're mad about yeah you have totally right. to remind them man yeah, let go of it man like <laughs> do you know what <laughs> I mean um, like, so, especially for motorhead too like you look at a band like that they were just on buses always they never yeah, got yeah. to that stage where they were like guns and roses and flying separate helicopters to each other no we met
2: we did have a fucking <laughs> So there's two things that we we did have uh and yeah, you're absolutely right. For the majority of time it would be we had to have two two buses. So there was a band bus, which was the band and me, yep. and then there was a crew bus, which was all of the rest of the crew, and there was two trucks, right? Yeah. And we'd occasionally have three trucks when we had the bomber with us. Yeah. Because the bomber was a huge fucking thing. But like, um, Greatest stage prop of all time. Oh, totally right. Yeah, yeah. it's so good. Right, I got some. Like, doing fucking, it runs from a joystick, which was fucking weird, right? That's so you awesome. just fucking fly that. Oh, about, like, didn't oh you? you've done it. Yeah, I fucked around with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, oh, so like, awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. So and and and. and like, i don't want to go off you'll have to remind me what i was talking about a second ago but like um <laughs> but with the bomber like stefan was a prime example of my crew and that he was so fucking proud to use the bomber right yeah it yeah. was his pride and joy right <laughs> he'd be like oh man I'm getting the bomber out tomorrow right because the only certain venues that like, you could use yeah, it they right? could because have, it's yes. fucking huge. And he'd be like, oh, I'm so excited. We're getting the bomber out. We're getting the bomber. The bomber's going to be here. Right? And he's, this is a guy who's done this, like, fucking 300 times. Yeah. yeah but yeah. it was, like, it was a new fucking, like, experience for him every time. Yeah, yeah. That's the best, man. people like, have that kind yeah. of love he loved for him. But, um, but, yeah. Uh, what was, oh, yeah. How we were traveling, right? There was times where we did occasionally get, like... And it was more through the promoter. It certainly wasn't, yeah, like, you know, let's yeah. go, oh, let's be all extravagant and get a fucking jet. Like, yeah. it was... Um, there was a time in France where we got a private jet and there was a time, uh, I can't remember where it was, where we got a helicopter and me and Campbell said, never a fucking gun i don't know if have you ever ridden in a helicopter no i refuse to they it, just look it was like the a... fucking worst <laughs> That's I like assume. i would never go in one ever ever a fucking game it was like being in Willy wonka's fucking lift yeah. <laughs> like it was the worst <laughs> right like honestly right me right? me and camel like got in it was like oh, da, 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 and it went off right and it took up and and i said to the guy i was like look we're not super cool with this like take it easy and i think he was like and this was the other thing right whenever you say oh yeah yeah we're not ahead they're almost like oh cool i can act like a fucking can.'" right yeah Is this thing took up and literally just dropped the nose and went forward like that oh i like, mean Campbell like went straight to the back and we were hugging each other just going <laughs> yeah. like and when you can't you can't right <laughs> and then we had this private jet and we had a sound guy arnie who was terrified of flying yeah right? and he was fine on bigger planes and he'd been going through this like kind of hypnotherapy <laughs> to get like kind of comfortable with flying <laughs> but it clearly wasn't going well undo all the hard work <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. like he's like they had to restrain him and did. he's like shouting and he's like land
1: the fucking gun. land the <laughs> just fucking land it bro! right
2: and it's like that's going on and there's people taking selfies going hey i'm on a private plane and it's just like oh man i was like i was just thought it was all good the go range of emotion yeah like, and I'm just there just going, oh, this is the fucking worst. Oh, but yeah, we had some... Yeah. So That's basically, insane, yeah, yeah. The, the the buses and the trucks were reliable and friendly, right? Yeah. Anything else outside of that comfort zone always went wrong. <laughs> always lemme, went wrong.
0: Lemmy was really a creature of habit, whether oh, that was, 100%. from what I understand, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally right. whether it was his known spot was the apartment. It feels like, like, when he wasn't in the apartment, the bus became the apartment. Like, he just needed a spot to be yes. alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so, what i understand it's yeah. the, you
2: know like i always tell people i wait for ian Kilmister Yeah. Right. he's a very very different person to me from my head. yeah very, okay. very very different person right like as much as he's the only musician i've ever worked with whose everyday clothes are his stage clothes right yeah that's a very different thing like most bands are like hey uh, you know especially like metal bands they are like oh you know they'll walk in with jeans and a t-shirt and i'm like right where's my spandex yeah yeah De- right? denny
0: filth doesn't sit on the lounge wearing fucking yeah exactly and yeah.
2: Shit. yeah yeah lemmy did right yeah, yeah. You know, the only way you knew he was casually was to take a shelf.
0: yeah right? yeah um the Daisy Dukes man that story about no, the oh, uh, man. who was it I think Scott Ian I think it was the yeah, Scott, Scott Ian, Ian yeah like... spoke that story on the thing yeah yeah that that was, that was good
2: he used yeah. to make some like you know like and it's you know people go like, you know, you can't talk about it blah, 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 but he did make some pretty fucking bad fashion choices yeah. <laughs> I remember him walking up and he's like oh, I've got these new glasses I'm like fucking hell you got cataracts tricks or something like they were like these fucking like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm like man what's going on
0: like um, that's, that's right. <laughs> a shout out to ray charles you know just yeah he's in, man, like, is the, is the sh- in the remake of blues brothers yeah. or something the piano scene yeah, i don't know totally imagine yeah. that lemmy on the piano playing <laughs> blues with the fucking yeah, with big, glass big glass well.
2: fucking glasses there is a couple of pictures kicking about with him on, 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 like, oh man but oh that's good man
1: yeah but yeah. Uh, but yeah he
2: was definitely a creature of habit right yeah and and he was very um like insular like yeah. in the way that you know that he had his very small circle that he trusted yeah. implicitly right um and then he you know and, and i'm sure back in the day like before my time working with them he was a fucking like hellraiser and all of sure. these things that he was well known for right yeah, yeah like um and i think that wasn't so much raising hell it was having a good time right? yeah do you know what i mean and i think uh but by the time i met him he was you know an an, an avid reader Loved history yeah like very like you could have a really good fucking conversation with him about anything random. you know like i remember chatting with him for fucking hours about steam locomotives <laughs> i mean yeah, really, like, we're just yeah. chatting about steam locomotives and like um really knowledgeable on lots of topics right yeah and and like i without going too fucking deep or fluffy or whatever is like i encountered lemmy at a time in my life where i was kind of a fucking mess and i learned a lot from him on how to conduct yourself yeah like how to be respectful how to like you know oh a lot of these lessons actually came to the surface after i'd finished working with him and i'd sorted myself out but like you know he was he knew when to be lemmy from my head right yeah yeah. and i could like we got to the point of working so closely i could tell from a look in his eyes or a raise of his eyebrow who i was dealing with yeah yeah and so you know an example is you know when we were filming for that lemmy movie um when, when Metallica were around, yeah. you know, he's led me from my, head. yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? We get back to the bus that night, and it's even stuff. Yeah, right. different. Yeah, man. yeah. So there's there's times where you know he's, he pulled that little bit of ego, and I'm not saying that he, he didn't thrive on being, that ego sometimes. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. He used, to, he used to have a saying, it's good to be king, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and, because for him, it's like, it's good know, be I'm, God. I'm, yeah, it's like, I'm king of the fucking castle right? Do you know what I mean? Well, like,
0: he's God
1: in most people's yeah, minds. Lemmy totally, right? is God, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: He, he was good mates with Phil Limit, and Phil Limit was apparently a lot like that too, wasn't he? Like, yeah. You'd go around to his, people would say he'd go around to his house at three in the morning, and he opens the door like he's just walked off stage, and that was just it was you, just him right it, it was just his personality just how yeah. rolled yeah and, and you could see I'm, how those two
2: got on so oh, well. totally yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah one of the first people i actually met when i was with, first working for my head was Phil linnet's mum. yeah right she used to come to every my head show in, in like yeah. Dublin and stuff and i didn't realize she ran like a guest house apparently yeah so right. that's where all the touring bands used to come and stay so they're all what he's really i think her name is Philomena. Philomena linnet yeah, right, right. and and she had had this little guest house where she'd come all the bands would stay over and she used to come to all these different shows and like a like really lovely woman absolutely lovely woman and that's what I mean it's like there's, you, there's this Lemmy from Motorhead who has this you know this rock and roll spit and sword, da, da 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 right and then there's this Ian kilmist who likes you know invites one of his best friends' mums to gigs and they yeah, hang right. out and mm. they do it years years after he's unfortunately passed away and da da, da. you know what he yeah. was you know there's this almost like uh, either end of the spectrum kind of personalities right and then somewhere in the middle is where he's, yeah
0: i do have some specific questions people have written in we'll keep it fairly brief just so that we can touch on them because i know that i'll cop it if i don't go just run through these four yep. um i know we've both got stuff we all have things to get to later and i could talk to you for hours mate this has been a really good episode so far like it's been really good to to get through some of the final workings yep. of it but um we'll we'll run through a few of the formal questions um yep. and yeah then, um, so that i don't get my balls dragged over the coals for not fucking asking them all
2: right yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine <laughs> oh yeah, yeah all
0: good yeah um all right so i've got one i've got one of four um what's the um what's the longest time some of these are personal questions like you may may know um but yeah what's the longest time that lemmy spent playing video games on tour you mentioned he liked to watch family guy did he play games while he was out as well
2: yeah he did yeah, yeah. so we used to um always have game systems on the bus yeah. um uh and also i used to bring a laptop with me where i used to have i don't know if it still fucking exists a thing called meme yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah so i had meme on my laptop and i used to have a little snes controller a couple of snes controllers and we used to play fucking mario kart non um <laughs> and so yeah i met staunch fucking ghost valley 3 crew right yeah yeah, I yeah, yeah. we both, both fucking ghost valley crew no nice, Right. Yeah. um and so we used to play it's most that metal one yeah yeah, 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 yeah. totally right I mean, it's the the opportunity to use the feather right yeah, and yeah you do yeah. the thing so that is yeah um and so yeah i used to play a lot of video games but it, I guess the question is more around B.L.T. video games. Yeah, or... probably. Yeah, 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 yeah right? most likely. Um, I've once spent some time in Vegas with him where he. Played for quite a few days, fucking solid. Yeah, right. Like, non stop, fucking solid. Like, to the point where I pretty much had to fucking drag him
0: out of there by his cowboy hat. Yeah, yeah.
2: Like, fucking come on, man. like, yeah, yeah. no, no, no you Yeah, are. like, playing, you really
0: playing the, the one armed bandit. Yeah, and shit yeah. Well, so we call yeah. Fruit Machine. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, they're 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 called, yeah. Right? right?
2: The yeah, fruit yeah. is all like, between me and him, we used to call him the Electric
0: Mistress.
1: Yeah, right. He's right. <laughs> <Like>, you, <laughs> you, know I mean? you just I going to lose as much money on the Fruit Machine. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, he's like, just going to go take
2: the Electric Mistress out
1: on a day like that, right? You know? See what she's got
2: under her little fucking LED lit petticoat, yeah, like, yeah um, nice, nice. which is normally fucking nothing, um, but like, yeah, um, so yeah, he used to do that quite a lot, and so it, days, know what yeah. it was, yeah, like, but pretty much every night we'd yeah. go, we were pretty, like, say it was a creature of habit, so we'd do the gig, we'd then probably go to a strip club, and we'd end up at a casino, yeah, right, like, um, and it was always the, the fruit machines, like, he never played, like, it, well, when I was with him, I never saw him play,
0: um, Card or cards or anything, or
2: roulette or any of this. fucking yeah even he fucking
0: hated the ace of spades by the end of it probably no, no i'm just joking but yeah, like, you know, I'm See, trying...
2: weirdly like so uh, used to people used to ask him that question Oh, do you fucking hear this he was like, do you know what a lot of bands get stuck with terrible fucking one hit wonders yeah right? because yeah. at least we got a good one yeah I, I, what I, mean? was, I was it's trying true. to tie the card game true. to the yeah. song right. but like, you imagine being I mean? fucking yeah. tina Town having to play simply the best every fucking match. yeah yeah. Like, oh, yeah. fuck imagine
0: going into like a shopping center and hearing your song you can't escape it you know what i mean like at least at least it's a It's a bit like um, I'm a fan of ZZ Top and um, you know, there's not a song that you can do to death with any bands that I really like. You know, like yeah. you, like I can still hear Ace of Spades, and the countless hours I seen heard that song playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three, yeah, um, yeah. and it was on repeat in that game, like pretty much. Yeah. And yeah. I still can hear it and go, "Yeah, that's good." And I I like that. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't want to do that question to death because I've heard it before. You're sick of your favorite song, yeah, yeah. And um, but yeah, that was was there a song? um that you preferred like was it did you have a favorite motorhead song that you, yeah uh, i've got that, two
2: yeah um snaggletooth yep one of my favorites um and i had it as my ringtone for a long long fucking time like um and it's just it's just a really good song. There's some good lines in it, you know. I'm gonna raise a roof, uh, yeah. speed don't kill, and I'm the proof. <laughs> it's just yeah, yeah, fucking great lines. Yeah, um, it was a great lyricist, Lemmy. Yeah, totally right. Yeah. And I think a lot of people missed out on bits of his humour in mm. that, right? And are now picking it up in the new generation. But like, oh, actually,
1: that's quite funny, right? That's especially, a good play on words. Especially another play. another perfect day. Yeah, I'm yeah. so underrated. If you listen, I reckon he did his best lyrical work on that. And I, I, I often wonder if that was because of the Thin Lizzy connection with Brian Robinson coming in and they held Phil and him held Thin Lizzy in such high regard. Yeah, I just felt like they both really lifted their lifted, lifted their game. Their up game for, yeah, for yeah, yeah totally. you're absolutely right. And yeah. the, the, the humour in Back at the Funny Farm, just the one-liners in that are just brilliant. Yeah, just so well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, like some of his little kind of. Yeah, if you, on you want words to get a result.
0: beautiful girl, you're gonna have to use a Mastercard. That's yeah, 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 <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: it's so good. So good. So such good. a fucking
0: good. Yeah. But um, uh, I've got I've got another one here. Uh, sorry just so quick my favorite song oh yeah yeah
2: sorry yeah yeah. is like quite predictable but it's overkill and i fucking live it on so many reasons right um firstly it's just one of the best fucking kind of punky metal songs ever written yeah just that the bass sound all of that but it was also the last song of the set every single gig that i ever worked for my head yeah so it's what they would close with yeah and so it was almost that and mate even just talking about that i felt my shoulders go ah right just because not. it's the end of the night yeah, it's right. the end of the stressful part of a night yeah, yeah. right and so if it and as they as that ends there's that huge cacophony of noise that Hobbsy always used to do and we'd be walking back to the dressing room and it was like all right cool let's do some fun shit now yeah the yeah. job's done yep. the important tick the boxes have been done so yeah
0: yeah the bills are paid Exactly.
2: Yeah. yeah. And it's just... Again, you've summed up my fucking three-minute ramblings in one line.
0: That's good, man. I'm a, I'm a translator between you and the guests. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, the host's yeah. job, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> love it. Um, love it? Okay. Welcome back. We've got another couple of questions. Thanks for listening so far. Um, I've had heaps of fun with this one, and uh, hope everyone out there is having as much fun listening as I'm doing. There um, it is. Uh, just keep you on your fucking toes. Um... <laughs> I could straighten that up for it's
1: prosperity. Guess, mate. <laughs> I, what's fun,
0: I wish I could say that's going to piss off the person editing this podcast, but I'm the geezer that does yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. gonna, I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is that's going to piss it's me off in the yourself, future. Get yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> me from the future, having yeah, to edit yeah. with this fucker. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyway, we've got a couple more questions. So in his prime, um, how many bottles of Jack did Lemmy go through a night? Now, that was the original question. I want to reiterate that during your time yep. with Lem, what's the um what's the most you've seen him consume in one night um or what was he let's start with what his standard was and was there ever a time that he went over that and i remember Ozzie osborne in the documentary said i never seen lem incapac- incapacitated from any anything yep, so
2: i've never seen him drunk yeah i've seen i've seen him when he'd done a bit too much speed and, yeah. you could always, and, and little kind of thing you can always tell if he's on stage and he's got chewing gum that's when he feels he's done a bit too much speed because he's trying to stop his jaw going but yeah. like, um but yeah now in terms of Jack would be um he uh, catering used to put in there one of the big balls every day yeah and he'd go through that yeah but he also had like so we had a flight case or i said we richie the caterer he used to have a flight case that was full of jack daniels and full of marlboro red cigarettes right yeah and yeah. so there was never a like time like in leaving there. las vegas where he opens the suitcase and all the bottles fall out yeah you well know yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. imagine that suitcase scaled up to being about a couple of fucking meters long <laughs> holy <laughs> like, right? shit yeah, yeah. so i'd have strongbow cider in it you it basically yeah. it was a fucking party wagon that thing yeah right? um, <laughs> like, um, but yeah so I, he used to go through one of those but he'd always like He'd make one, and it sounds a weird way of saying it, but he'd make one drink that would last him the whole day because Mm. he'd be constantly adding ice to it and constantly, like,
1: topping it up. up, And he'd slowly be going through it. Nice. He's only having one a day. Yeah, yeah, he's only having (laughs) one a day, right? And it's almost like, I don't know if
2: you've ever seen, there was an old British comedy called Only Fools and Horses. Well, yeah. he's talking about his brush and he's like yeah I've had this brush for 25 years it's only had like fucking 10 new heads and it's yeah. had fucking 25 new shafts yeah and he's like but it's lasted me so long and that's the mindset he had his like only really wandering yeah, yeah. Right? but he keep talking yeah, up yeah, and
0: talking yeah. Up, right? it's like when we bought our first, when dad bought the family home and he renovated it yeah he says oh the bank can't foreclose on it because the house that they own has gone off in a bin." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah it replaced yeah. with... exactly. yeah. yeah. <laughs> everything this yeah, is all my shit now it's all yours has gone to the Tip, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly right. Um, <laughs> so it, probably I think they're like 1.5 litre ones or maybe 2.5 litre ones. The big ones, like yeah. the, the ones that are big enough to have the label upside down because they should be in an optic. <laughs> yeah, oh, those yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, but that would shit. also be tapped up by me popping in going, Fucking hell, mate, I need a drink, and he'd be like, Yeah, there you go, or Butcher coming in and going, oh, I need a drink, or you yeah. know. Somebody visiting him, that'd like, be topped up. But then we'd get back to the bus, and there'd also be one stored on the bus, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then there'd be drinks that we'd have out going out. So I guess he, yeah, he used to drink a fucking lot, right? Yeah. Um, and he was hard to keep. It took me a, a few tours to fucking get up to speed, right? Yeah. Because he used to get like, to speed. It's a terrible pun. Yeah. But like he'd uh <laughs> he'd like he'd wake me up in a but m- Officially, my job would be to wake him up, right? But a lot of the times, if he'd been up all night, he'd wake me up, right? And he'd come up and he'd be like, "Boy, boy." I'm like, yeah, yeah. What's up, that be like, Are you were working. I'm like, well, I fucking, I'm now, eh? aren't <laughs> yeah. I? Right, and he'd be like, and he'd have a strong drink and a fucking lit cigarette. And he go, there you go. And then it, that's when the drinking would start. Yeah, and it would right. Would be non-stop. And anytime I'd go into his dressing room he'd be like, oh, this, you know, there's some press coming up. Blah blah blah. Like, I'll stay around for a drink. All right. And it, you could never argue with him because you'd yeah, be like, yeah. you'd be like, ah, oh, you know, I'm really fucking busy, Lam. I've got to fucking go and do all this. And he'd be like, yeah, yeah. Who do you think runs this show? And he'd be <laughs> like, yeah, you. And he'd <laughs> be like, well, sit down and have a drink then. And so, and then you'd have to deal with the knock on effects of that, but you'd be like you know what you're right mate let's just have a fucking drink let's just, yeah, at the end of the true. day like we're all doing this because it's real job avoidance you know what Yeah, I mean? yeah. We're like, <laughs> because none of us want to be fucking plumbers let's face
0: it right like so it's you know there was can't that picture let me rocking up being like all right so what am i here for to like fucking replace the taps in your kitchen or <laughs> Do you know something?
2: what his first ever job was in a washing machine factory
0: oh really yeah and he used to say it a lot right so we'd be like i remember you know we'd be out drinking and
2: people it was always the place that people would come up and be like oh you know i'll buy you a drink i'll put your drink behind the bar and so i after being there for a little while he'd be surrounded by these fucking free drinks and for him it was mutually beneficial not only did he have enough free drinks for him but he could give free drinks to girls as they went by right? yeah yeah and so like uh and he to says to he'd lean over and go, it's far better than working in a fucking washing machine factory <laughs> yeah like, you know I mean? it's his catchphrase yeah. yeah yeah when
0: they finally put out that fucking doll they'll pull the string on the back and that's what it'll say yeah yeah, yeah, totally right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um but um yeah so yeah a lot of drinks yeah a lot now um we we did cover a lot of the tour stories so that one's Mm -hmm. all all good i'm happy i think that whoever wanted to know the tour stories would has a plethora of shit to to listen (laughs) to for that um and then also you you mentioned about lem's generosity and how much Mm -hmm. he was willing to give stuff away you just um spoke about drinks and that what's the most um generous story that you ever heard from to tour with with lemmy giving something away
2: Um, I think there was probably a a 10 year period where he paid for probably every pair of fake tits in Los Angeles. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, so yeah, you know the girls are coming to him at the room, but oh let me, you know, I just want to do this and, this and this but I'm just so flat chested and he'd be like, Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like, just let me see him first when you get back, but yeah, there you go. And so like, what a yeah, unit. There yeah, you know, go. Right? And so there was a period where he used to do that. But he was just generally like, you know, um, he was super generous in the way that yeah. he you know. But not just generous financially as well, right? Generous with advice and generous with fucking like care which to me is a huge currency right like uh you know he he was never one where his door was never f- <laughs> his door was always fucking closed but his door was never closed if you knocked on it right yeah, yeah. you know what i mean
0: if he needed if yeah, he needed yeah. him he'd help yeah, yeah so
2: he was very generous in the way that you could go in there and vent to him in a way that he wouldn't speak to you as being like oh actually well this is my ship that i'm running he'd speak to you as a mate he'd be like oh fucking no. hell you have a drink and he'd sort you out in ways that's like do you know what i mean like if a mate saw that you'd had a fucking bust up with your girlfriend yeah like y- you'd chat to them they wouldn't necessarily be like oh right cool well, let's go out on the fucking pole then do you yeah know what I mean? Like, yeah. they'd be like oh well you know like let's you can vent to me maybe it's like that and then but i guess monetarily which i'm guessing is what that question's about um he'd buy like guitars for people a lot of the time like he'd buy like I say, a lot of tits um <laughs> um he'd pay for you know what he'd pay for me like out of his own out of his own pocket to stay in LA with him yeah. a lot because um he would he'd say oh I need you here for this A uh, prime example would be the headcat tours so I'd work for him for headcat as well yeah um which motorhead doesn't pay for like yeah. you know there's no reason why that should be coming out of campbell's pocket or mickey's sure. pocket yeah yeah right? um and so he'd be like oh you know i've, I've booked you into this fucking hotel it's, you come and help me and he'd pay me out of his own pocket to come and help him on the headcat tours right yeah which was some of my favorite fucking tours right because it was doing tiny, tiny venues. Yeah, well, and that would have been great for him to yeah, get back to that it. level. Yeah, he loved it. Right? He absolutely loved it. Right? There was no fucking stress. Like for me, it was quite stressful because obviously, like unintentionally, he's got that standard of crew delivery. Yeah. But there's just me, right? <laughs> like this, you know, my <laughs> yeah, head crew yeah. was huge, right? And they're all seasoned fucking veterans, right? Yeah, like, but yeah. then there's just me, like, and I'm yeah. to change my strings. Well, so da, da, da. so it was quite stressful. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. it was, you know, part of the catalyst of where I eventually went. you know, I'm kind of done with this, but like, um. he absolutely loved those shows because the ability to be you know playing his best here and fans where you're sitting now was incredible yeah right and you know there was times where he just literally came off stage like that's one of my fucking favorite gigs i've done in years Mm, you know mm. and he was playing with you know slim jim and and danny b harvey and stuff which he loved as well so yeah
0: yeah Yeah, no so um i want to close on something i wrote um as a sort of like a closing um question slash point that i wanted to say yeah um i recently re-watched the lemmy doco um you're in it and oh it's a movie the lemmy movie um and at the very end you said something this, the question must have been along the lines of like you know how do you think lemmy would like people to remember him something along those lines and you were like look i don't i, I don't think he wants people to be sad i think he'd prefer mm. it more to be more of a party and this is like um in 2011 now let me pass away in 2015 um was it that was it what you wanted it to for me personally what, what, what you think he would have liked you know as, as a celebration of him Or well, how How do
2: you d- mean for me personally or as in the wider response
0: um f- for yourself personally? uh for me uh
2: it was a weird fucking dare it was a weird fucking dare like i was originally contacted by wasashowski the guy who did the movie yeah. And he was like, look, I don't know if this has broken your side yet, but you know, let passed pass the word, da 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 da. And I chatted with him. I was like, alright, oh, cool. And then you know, and, and well meaning people, um, and I'll put like I'll fucking double underline that, well meaning people, like who I who I knew as friends, would try and almost latch onto that a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, it's their link to that celebrity death. Yeah. Whereas for me I was like, I you know, I ended up turning off facebook for a little while turning yeah off instagram for a little while because sure. i was just getting ping ping, ping 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 and it's like oh i want to be personally linked to this and i'm like yeah well, you know and maybe that's me completely fucking misinterpreting, uh, yeah and it was all well wishes right yeah um but it was all like what do you think about this what did da da, da da and i'm like i don't know like i've you know i'm actually sad because one of my friends has passed away sure i'm not sad yeah, because yeah. a musical idol's passed away right yeah um and for me you know i'd had a hard couple of years right yeah. like um you know i have my own personal opinions on that but like um I think generally I went to the pub is what yeah, one thing yeah. I did on the day I died. I went yeah. to, the, to the Stanley Arms in Norwich and I just drank a fucking
0: Jack and Coke on my own and was yeah.
2: like, "Fucking, there you go, gaffer."
0: I think like, I think um Jack Daniels sales went up like real heavy on that day. Yeah, yeah we still yeah. at the bar. So I work at a bar in, in Belconnen. It's a metal bar. It's called yeah. the Basement. They do other gigs there, but it's primarily um metal. Yep, and uh we still make jack and cokes under the name lemmy yeah nice. so yeah, yeah. Uh, like if someone comes up and orders a lemmy that's one of the first things we'll teach bartenders if they don't normally work in in pubs that have metal heads working there yeah, yeah. you need to know what that drink is we yeah. don't do cocktails we don't fuck around we don't put umbrellas in drinks or anything yeah. but if someone asks for a lemmy you gotta know what to, what to get them because that's your most common yeah. mixed drink that you're gonna pour there yeah so when we when
2: we used to make them on, on the road it was three fingers a jack two fingers of Cut
0: yeah right
2: right and then a
0: shit ton of ice that's 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 a problem from from yeah, the yeah uh, from
2: yeah and and within the crew he's known as a schwali run randomly i mm. like, oh, fancy schwali yeah, right. yeah i think that came from butcher i don't know the history of it but that's what it was known as
0: yeah <laughs> so. but that's good to go full circle man I it's good to get um like the follow-up um sentence from that original interview that you, that was part of that doco and a yeah. lot of people that are going to be watching this have probably seen that movie um and yeah it's good good to um good to get you back on and, and oh no chance. no you're welcome, man. yeah i know I mean, it's I, hard I think, to Right, and it was, at the time it was like for that interview i think like i remember
2: thinking um it was a weird question at the time like and it almost didn't compute i remember like i think it was Greg who asked me it, and i'm almost like well, that's never gonna fucking happen yeah do you know what i mean right yeah and it's yeah. like and, and do you know what Fucking kudos to them to asking those questions right? yeah, yeah they yeah. had the foresight to do that like and, yeah you know and so yeah isn't it isn't it an interesting question but yeah like yeah. looking back it's yeah that was a
0: mad time it, it's it's hard to talk about um anything you know that isn't just happy times but it's always good to remember that you know that's how everyone wants to remember lemmy is like the, the what he did for the scene and what he did for everybody around him and all that sort of stuff yeah and i think people like yourself chatting about stories and stuff help spread oh, that totally. good like, news
2: some of my favorite stories about him are from people in bands who like you know they went on and they made it but they, they they say stuff like oh you know what we're playing this festival and we were like first on and you know i saw lemmy playing pool and so i went up and chatted to him i ended up fucking playing pool with him for three hours and chatting about music and, yeah you know, he was just that sort of dude right yeah he didn't give it like and most of it was through pure not ignorance but pure fucking he, he didn't know what a lot of the music scene was doing most of yeah. the time right yeah. so you were either a fucking nice person or you weren't and if you were a nice person you got he, he would open himself up to you and sure. he would fucking all of those things right and i think that's what he'd want to be remembered for more than anything right is just being somebody who was fucking receptive to genuine nice human beings right? yeah because he he had that really good fucking bullshit radar yeah and you could tell like he, you know there was bands like the jim jones review met him for the first time I think he ended up they ended up going out and supporting my at some point but like first time you met them he was just fucking blown out with them all night you know just fucking chatting yeah, yeah. out and just like yeah. because they they clicked they had a common a common bond which is a love of music Do you know what I mean
0: yeah so, yeah yeah man we'll we'll wrap it with that man thank you very much for taking the time and having a chat um are, welcome. uh and you've got uh we mentioned before you've got um uh some some clips on YouTube I've seen under um God's PA that's the channel and also you've got a book coming about coming out talking about your time um
2: yeah so the book we've actually changed the title um it's not called
0: god's PA anymore yeah. so it's called
2: wasted opportunities okay um yeah. which i kind of liked a bit more because not only did i waste many opportunities on tour but there were opportunities to get wasted yeah um and so yeah. like <laughs> yeah and so we've kind of widened that out and yeah that's coming out on factory originals uh later this year which is we're just finishing up now it's an exciting point while the illustrators are working on it so yeah
0: perfect yeah. Yeah, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank no, you for thank co-hosting you know, with me, Joel. Yeah, that Excellent. was great. That was really yeah, you. good. Cheers. Whoa. Yep. yep good you. stuff. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. I appreciate it. It's been a little while since we put out the more sporadically now, and this has been the best time to put out another episode. So, cheers for coming on, and cheers, everyone, for listening. Thank you. Cheers.
1: See.